I think people are generally positive, even though you read a lot of the media and it's just anger this and anger that. I think the people that I speak to, they're like, okay, we've got a path out of this. We can see that real estate's going to be transacting again. And I think everyone's very much excited, not just for November, but also your February, your March, April, where I think everyone's predicting it's going to be absolutely huge for the industry. You're listening to Elevate, the official podcast of Elite Agent for real estate industry sales professionals, property managers, and leaders. With thanks to our partner Connect Now, Elevate brings you the best tools, thinking, and strategies to elevate your results. To get access to all of Elite Agent's premium resources, including a detailed episode guide for this podcast, visit joineliteagent.com. And for more information about how Connect Now can make moving easier on your clients, visit connectnow.com.au. Here is your host, Samantha McLean. Welcome to another episode of the Elevate podcast, where we delve into some of the most interesting minds in business and in real estate for the very best tips and strategies for you to implement to elevate your business. I'm Samantha McLean, editor of Elite Agent and host of today's show. My guests today are Homely.com.au co-founders, Adam and Jason Spencer. The brothers founded Homely back in 2014 with a view to creating a real estate portal with unique neighborhood content. So Adam, Jason, welcome to the show. Thanks, Sam. Thanks for having us. It's great to have you here knowing what, and this is probably going to date this podcast a little bit, but there was an earthquake in Melbourne today. So thank you both for still showing up. Are you both okay? Uh, I'm good. Uh, it was quite a shock. Never felt anything quite like that before here in Melbourne, but um, we're all good. We're all good down here in Melbourne. I mean, what more can go wrong, I suppose? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been a, been a crazy What's day. next? Yeah, for sure. I was going to ask you about that because you're both based in Melbourne. So how have you guys been navigating um, a year of another year of lockdown? So Jason, I'll start with you. Well, yeah, the uh, in early on uh, 2020 February, I'll never forget coming back uh, from a trip from Brisbane and seeing masks on the plane for the first time and telling my head of sales that I think we might need to go out and buy some webcams. And uh, he laughed. Uh, but uh, I was uh, proven uh, right. We did need to to uh, react to that event and uh, led to some pretty lengthy lockdowns, which was tough. Uh, fortunately for us, it, it led to us looking far and wide around Australia for partners and, and new business instead of being very much focused on Metro Melbourne and Sydney uh, and somewhat into, into Queensland. But uh, uh, it uh, has not been easy. These, these mo- most recent lockdowns have really dragged out and been especially difficult for the real estate industry here. We're unable to do uh, one-on-ones until uh, recently. Uh, Sydney seems to be doing okay for us. Uh, volumes are not dropping off significantly and the rest of Australia is carrying on like there's no pandemic. So I uh, can't complain. It is interesting. Well, they do say that Australia is a market of many markets, and the pandemic has certainly proved that. But um, it's inter- like it's interesting what you say about um, about the figures in Sydney and Melbourne. Like you can definitely see the difference in the auction numbers between Sydney and Melbourne because um, Sydney's got one-on-one inspections and has experienced a bit of a drop, but Melbourne a real drop. But fortunately, there looks like there's a bit of a light at the end of the tunnel um, with restrictions easing and stuff like that. Has the mood changed a little bit since then? Uh, Sam, I'll, I'll take that one if you don't mind. Just just going back on the the uh, the on and off lockdowns again. I think it's really important to sort of take a look at both aspects of what's been good and what's not been so good. Um, 
you know, I feel a little bit bad complaining considering other industries have been hit so much hard, harder than ours, such as hospitality and retail. Um, but the two aspects of our business that have been extremely challenging, the first one is culturally. Um, most businesses around the world are going through this. It's been very hard to stay positive with this level of uncertainty that's been going on. We have people, uh, single people living in tiny apartments, very isolated right through to larger families with three or four kids and they are not at uh, childcare. So these, uh, the, the lockdowns have been extremely stressful. So it's been hard to stay positive. Um, we've also got a bunch of new hires, I think up to around eight or nine people that I have never met in person before, which is just crazy. It's just, you know, to, to think about these people that we do know intimately now on Zoom, um, to not actually have met them in person is just, is just crazy. So we've been doing a lot of events, Zoom events, Zoom drinks. Uh, we do a town hall every quarter where we theme it. Each department in our, uh, in our business themes it. The one that we did uh, two months ago was come dressed as your favorite meme, uh, which was a lot of fun. And in a week or two, we've got Halloween theme. So we have 60 odd people all on Zoom dressing up and, it has really kept us together. It's not perfect. I know everyone's over Zoom drinks and all that kind of stuff, but it has really helped us stay positive in and out of these lockdowns. But the good thing is I, I keep telling people in the business that this will end. We are in a significantly better position now versus 12 months ago where there was no vaccine in sight. There was, there was no way out. And now that we have this roadmap, uh, it is exciting. On the business side, what I thought was interesting during these lockdowns that are, that are on, on and off again, real estate's booming, as we know. The, um, the demand side is, is massive. The supply side still not quite there yet, so that's why it's driving up the house prices. Um, but we are looking forward to a big spring selling season. But one of the pivots, if you will, that we did out of last year's lockdowns when there was so much uncertainty, our business was so heavily focused on Victoria and New South Wales. So Jason and I made the decision, we have to scale sales in this business, go national pretty quickly. And so to answer your question around on again, off again, lockdowns, the business side has actually, uh, it hasn't been that bad. In fact, it's actually been relatively okay because we are now national and we have very meaningful revenues now coming from Queensland, uh, WA, and not so reliant on your Vic and your New South Wales. Um, in terms of the, the temperament, uh, the agents that we're speaking to, they're excited uh, because we are coming to the end of it. One-on-one -on -one inspections in Melbourne uh, now good to go uh, and auctions, uh, I think towards the end of next month, they'll be available outside and then early November where we're fully open again. So everyone's ready to get on with it. The, uh, I think people are generally positive, even though you read a lot of the media and it's just anger this and anger that. I think the people that I speak to, they're like, okay, we've got a path out of this. We can see that real estate's going to be transacting again. And I think everyone's very much excited not just for November, but also your February, your March, April, where I think everyone's predicting it's going to be absolutely huge for the industry. So general positivity starting to come back. It's interesting. Towards the end of last year, I mean, I, I learnt a bit about Homely last year as well and um, because of our involvement in Transform, we'll get to that in a second. But um, we moved in the middle of all of these lockdowns in December and we were moving to a new state and I found how... Um, how great Homely was in researching suburbs. Like I had no idea previously before 2020 how great it was. And uh, as we moved to Queensland, you know, it was every time I was searching for a, a Gold Coast suburb like Runaway Bay or Southport or any of those suburbs, guess what came up first? 
homely. It was amazing. So let's go back to 2014 when you guys decided to create something different in a real estate portal. Um, first of all, Jason, what was the thinking yeah. behind Homely at the start? Well, it's funny how you get to where you get. And if I look at the origin story of Homely, it's a, uh, it's an interesting one. It's an evolutionary one. We didn't set out to be what we are today, but we, um, we created uh, Homely out of my frustrations with real estate, similar to what you said before. Um, I had bought a home here in Melbourne in a nice leafy suburb near some good schools. And uh, I soon realized that the street wasn't for me. Uh, first of all, problem, but I didn't like it. Uh, I'd moved in and almost immediately I had issues. I had problems with my neighbors. Uh, I think I'm a nice guy, but for some reason we didn't get along. Uh, <laughs> then, uh, you know, then I had all these noise and traffic issues that weren't on the real estate brochure. Uh, every time it rained, the, the house and the street flooded. And then last straw for me uh, and my wife was the waves of bats, fruit bats that would fly over the house every night, land on this tree in our backyard and scared the hell out of the kids. And one night I remember uh, Adam and I were walking from the house to the street and I said to him, if only I knew about this street before I bought the house. And then this light bulb went off where we thought, oh, that might be a business idea. And Homely was born and uh, that's the inspiration for Homely. And I guess the first big problem that we, we tried to solve was that the neighborhood is just as important as finding the house. So before Homely, uh, and most people would have done this, they would type in a suburb and they might find a, a Google search or maybe Wikipedia. And it was generally limited to census information. And it didn't really tell me much. It told me how much someone made that lived in a suburb. Um, so to solve it, we had to create a, a huge forum, uh, a community where People could share their um, their ideas and, and and stories about their streets, suburbs, towns, and neighbourhoods. And the first innovation that came out of that was the street review. Uh, and the street review hadn't been done anywhere in the world. Uh, and we were able to patent the review process. There's these scoring algorithms, everything that goes into it. Um, and later came suburb reviews, and then we built out discussions, then forums, and then Q and A, and then suddenly we had this huge community of content and it all started coming in quickly. Uh, we, um, we then started seeing real estate agents jump in and we didn't know how to take that. They would answer someone's question about a good neighborhood. Uh, and then they said, could we put our listings on your site? So there was this extension from content, agents looking for new ways to win business and then listings. So it was an obvious extension. And uh, that's put us in the place today where we have a marketplace. In fact, we're the only real estate marketplace where you can, uh, you know, you can create or have discussions with locals that hopefully one day become buyers, sellers, tenants, landlords, or you know, customers. So it's been an incredible journey from that that moment of me being upset with my street to where we are today. Yeah, absolutely. But often it's those ideas that solve real world problems are the ones that are the best. Yes. So, Adam, um, what has changed at Homely over the years from that initial idea? Like Jason's just talked about some of the new things, but what's changed for you? So much has changed. It's uh, Jason and I have always joked over the years that we should write a book on what it's like to create a business. I'm sure every uh, business founder has that, you know, uh, th that journey that you go on. Uh, as Jason mentioned, Homely really did start at, out of a frustration that he had with living where he was uh, living and he just didn't find the information that he needed. 
all the way up to now a national real estate portal uh, with millions of people on our site every single month, uh, sports sponsorships, TV, radio, billboards. Um, it has, uh, the, the business has exploded since that initial, uh, initial vision. Um, our, uh, our, our big vision for Homely is creating a competitive uh, portal to the two big guys. Um, you know, when we first launched, people thought we were crazy, uh, but that's half the fun. I love chasing those crazy, big, silly ideas. If you've got something unique and if you've got something different and uh, we do it homely. So we've gone from five staff in that original concept. Um, Jason and I were 15 odd years younger in its first, uh, uh, first form uh, up to now 60 odd staff. Um, Jason can touch a little bit on this, but we have significant industry ownership. That's a big part of our, our business. We've raised tens of millions of dollars, something we never thought could be possible, uh, even going back five years ago. Uh, and as I mentioned, every single month, millions of people are using Homely. So the business has changed uh, drastically and the business will change again over the next 18 to 24 months. I think you have to constantly look at where there are opportunities in the market. Real estate is constantly changing. Uh, there's a big buzzword that we've all heard called prop tech. Uh, and uh, it's all just fancy, uh, you know, it, it's people solving problems with technology in terms of real estate. So there's some really interesting stuff going on there. Um, and we're going to be dipping our toes into that space uh, relatively soon. We think we've got a great opportunity uh, with our industry support base and leveraging that, galvanizing that, uh, and uh, having our supporters uh, use tools that we build is, is something that we think will be the next evolution of Homely's business. Adam, you just mentioned, um, you know, that when Homely started in 2014, you were coming up against, actually, that's the year Elite Agent started too. I didn't realise <laughs> we had that in common, but there you go. Um, that, you know, you, you're coming up against some, um, you know, some some big companies there and also some portals that we saw come and go around that time too. Um, so I guess this is just a bit of a personal question because, you know, like in, in any sort of business you, you find you're competing with someone, how did you guys keep your eyes on the prize and not worry too much about what the others are doing to, to become what you are now? There's a, there's a number of different answers to that. First of all, it's in our blood. Our father disrupted the mortgage industry. He took on the big banks in the eighties and the nineties and he, he won. He created a very successful business in that. And we have always just grown up in, in an environment where you're taught to try something new. Don't worry about what other people think, just go for it. And so that's sort of, that's in us. The second part of it is we had a problem. We thought no one else is doing this neighborhood content, this community content uh, and wrapping it around real estate. Um, and that is, we always knew we had something different. We weren't just another me too portal. I think it's important that if you look at all the other portals that have come and gone, they're basically carbon copies of the number one. And we never did that. And we still, to this day, if you look at our site versus their site, they are completely different user experiences. Um, so we always focused on our unique differences and that was our unique user-generated content. Today, we have millions of ratings and reviews and local Q&A. And that gives us an SEO edge uh, that no one else in this industry has and very tough to disrupt because we've been building that over the course of 10, 15 years, that, that local content. Uh, even before we launched only in 2014, the previous business that was Street Advisors. So, um, 
you, you sometimes have to put blinkers on uh, and just go for it. And it's worked out pretty good for Jason and I to date. It is not easy. Uh, I'm sure you can appreciate, Sam, payroll is always a stressful time, especially when it's in the early days. Uh, and Jason and I, I mean, to all the entrepreneurs and, and business owners out there, we feel the pain. It's just, it, it may look rosy on the outside, but on the inside, it's tough. Now, obviously, your business hits a certain level of maturity. Uh, so, you know, homely now, we've, we've sort of hit that level of maturity, but the early days were tough. We had some some dark times, as, as everyone does building a business, but you've just got to keep going, keep going. It must have been good, Jason, to have, to be working alongside your brother. Like that must have given you guys a bit of strength to, you know, just bounce off each other and just keep moving forward. Uh, certainly. I always like to say he's not going to quit on me. Uh, so <laughs> the challenge when you have a, a co-CEO, I think most startups these days have a co-founder. It's so hard to do it by yourself. The joy of working with uh, family, uh, particularly uh, working with Adam is that we have very different skill sets, so we don't get in each other's way. And that quite often is a problem with co-founders. Uh, so I focus very much on industry partnerships, uh, building out the sales and marketing side of the business. And Adam focuses on building these world-class bottle products. So it's been a good mix. Yeah, absolutely. And so let's talk about Transform because in, in well, that's that's how I sort of really got to know you guys and, and Homely as well. And as I said, I've, it's, I've, I've used Homely, but um, back in Transform 2020, a lot of the guys started doing some street and suburb reviews and things like that and actually found themselves generating leads like straight off the bat. So at the moment, you know, with volumes being so low, I was wondering if you guys would just maybe give us a bit of rapid fire like what are some of the things that you could be doing in or out of lockdown um, on Homely that would get the attention of consumers? It didn't set out to be an agent content creation platform, but it worked. And the reason it worked is because agents in their own respective marketplaces are uh, equipped to provide the most local information. They drive down every street in the neighbourhood. They know all the, the best parts of living in a suburb, the good schools, all those sorts of things that make up what it is like to live in a neighborhood. And uh, we found that they were pushing a lot of our local content out on their own social channels. So you know, Homely is a great starting place to create the content. Uh, they also would push content out on uh, newsletters and, and other services, sometimes even embedding our content within widgets. Uh, we were called in the United States uh, the trip advisor for real estate for a number of years there, or the Yelp. People might know Yelp. It's smaller out here for streets. So uh, we found that um, once a person had bought or sold their home, there would be a time where people are not so much interested in listing information. So what's a great way to keep in touch with them? And a great way to keep in touch is by keep building out these, these massive content plays. And we see, you know, Adam and I will regularly jump in and look at the moderation of these, these topics that come in on a daily, oh, often on a minute by minute basis. And it might be, you know, something like Sydney versus Melbourne. We're seeing that recently where people are discussing the merits of both. Or uh, I saw one the other day, best pizza in Doncaster, which is out near where I live, to um, best primary schools schools in Borkham Hills. I've seen that uh, pop up a few times recently. Agents invariably will jump in with locals. And then the next question is, I need a house. So by creating that content, and a lot of that content lives on a uh, feature we're very proud of called the Homely Premier Agent uh, piece. And the Premier Agent, uh, it aggregates all of an agent's local content, creates this really cool video of all their performance and their content. 
and they can share that. So we're finding those premier agent profiles. We index those. Google loves us for local content and it's really helping agents win, uh, win new business. So there's so much to do and that's part of the reason why Transform has been so valuable for us. Yeah, amazing. And Adam, do you have any other tips to add there? Uh, I would just say to the real estate agents uh, of Australia to get involved uh, in uh, in this content. It is amazing for your SEO. We have power users on Homely uh, who don't just write one review. They'll write reviews of 10 suburbs they know and 10 streets they know, they know and answer questions from locals. They'll even ask a few questions and they'll top it up every couple of months. Their SEO, when you type in their name into Google, uh, more often than not, it will uh, be the top result because Google loves this fresh new content that's not just listings, but it's also user-generated content. So that's our bread and butter at Homely. And if you're looking for something different, if you're looking for something uh, that you can't find on the other the other portals, Homely is your place to go to bump your SEO up. And uh, you, can, you can do search for agents right now on Google and you can find people at the very top and it's got their... Uh, their local agent profile and all the content they've created. So it's it's an invaluable resource to get to the top of Google. Yeah. I've always thought that agents should be the Uber of information. Like yes. um, I haven't trademarked that, <laughs> but the Uber of information um, in their local communities because like I get a lot of stuff in my letterbox, but none of it's stuff I can use. But as somebody new to the area, I really want to know where the best pizza is and where the best, where the dog walkers are and, you know, where should, where I should take my dog to the park and all of those sorts of things. And um, and I'm sure that there's a lot of agents listening to this that actually know the answers to that in their suburb. And it's it's um, amazing to get on there and, and see what happens. And I just want to point out too that uh, if you're in property management and you're listening to this, this applies to you too, right? Because everyone thinks, oh, it's a portal, so it's um, mainly sales focused, but that's not true of Homely either, is it? And certainly we have uh, numerous property managers creating content uh, I remember off the first transform, the amount of content we generated in regional New South Wales, I think uh, in Dubbo, uh, it was incredible. So we, we've become the, the go-to guide in most suburbs now around Australia, but uh, it's the, st- the street reviews are a lot of fun. We also find vendors now uh, are writing reviews of their, their streets. There's obviously an element of bias when someone's selling a home, but you might end up with a thousand words about why they love living there that you can't find anywhere else. And uh, some creative uh, agents are also door knocking others in the neighborhood saying we're selling a, a house. Would you mind writing a review, which can then lead to an appraisal. So it's been some creative ways to use our content. Uh, and I think I just want to, I just want to touch on uh, what Jason said around the content itself. What's great for one person is not necessarily great for another. So if someone says, Hey, this place is, is uh, great for schools. Other people may look at that and go, well, I don't have kids, so I don't want to live in that area. So it's, there's a lot of shades of gray in these reviews. It's not just, this suburb's great, this suburb's bad. It's a lot of information in these reviews that that will steer people in certain directions based on what they're after. So you just mentioned that there was a bit of um, this versus that, like Sydney versus Melbourne and, and the advantages and benefits of, of those, and you've just mentioned schools as well. Um, what are the most interesting topics or what, what are the most subscribed to topics right now on Homely? Adam, does you look more at the moderation? No, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, well, look, we can both have a go at it, but the the biggest ones are schools. It is one hundred and ten percent schools. Everyone wants to know what are the good schools, what are the bad schools. Tell me about that school. Uh, it's again, it's the nuance is in the text. It's not just good or bad. It's it's you know, is this school good for sporto kids or or academics or drama kids? So there's there's 
that element to it. Um, crime is actually also quite a popular um, uh, topic. Uh, it's one of the challenges that we've always had. We wanted to build a, a you know, sort of a crime algorithm. It's just very, what, what suburbs are dangerous and not, it's just very tricky to get a national database of crime. So it's something that is on our roadmap. Um, crime is obviously a big one. Uh, it's a lot of, uh, what, who's the best real estate agent in the area. We do get a lot about that. So we, we ask people to jump on and, and talk about that. Um, their schools and crime are the, the big go-to, uh, go-to topics, I would say. I, yeah. I regularly see topics that will say, uh, I'm you know, young family, tell me affordable and safe places to bring up a family in Brisbane. And someone will create that topic. Someone will answer. When they answer, they're following it. It goes back and forth. The amount of content that comes out of that's incredible. But uh, some of our best schools in Melbourne threads will have you know, 500 people following them at any one time. And they get quite heated. Uh, we often have principals jumping in to talk about the merits of private versus public school all those sorts of things, because most people that see you know, other sites have school information, but it will be statistical. And we're trying to avoid the stats and more about flavor. You want the stories, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There are some topics that we probably can't talk about because so we have to moderate those. And, you know, sometimes they get a bit heated, but we like the, the reviews that aren't so great because it, it, it brings a level of discussion and that's just, you can't get that anywhere else except for on our site. One of the things also, Sam, I just want to quickly touch on in regards to this content, the amount of people visiting this content has exploded since COVID. Um, just like yourself, how you moved during COVID, we're seeing all these people uh, on the site who are looking at suburbs they would never normally have looked at. So traditionally we would see uh, pre-COVID people moving, you know, one or two suburbs across and they generally know that. What we're seeing now is that people are moving five, six suburbs away or even interstate. So the content on Homely uh, is, has been invaluable to those people. Yeah. And I think the other thing is, I mean, Jason, you just mentioned that, you know, there, there could be a thread of 500 people. You're better being in that thread than not being in that thread, right? Because even if it, you know, people will look for all sorts of different opinions when they want to buy something. It doesn't matter whether it's moving into a suburb or whether it's buying a car. Um, you know, we're all, I think, and I was just having this conversation the other day with someone, we're all sort of, um, our fingers are bleeding at the moment looking for information online because, you know, then we have to deal with, you know, the last bit of it even less. Certainly. Uh, it's, you know, the amount of people that are, that are looking to move, uh, it, it translates into the kinds of questions we see and that has uh, that has exploded in the last 12 months. Do you have any sort of view based on activity of where people might be really looking at moving to? Like what are the popular areas on Homely that seem to have really exploded? Right, I don't know. I don't like that word exploded because everyone uses that word suburbs exploded, but it might be bad terminology right now. Sam, Sam, I wish I had that, that data in front of me. We could really dig into the details. Um, what we are seeing is that the regional areas are getting a lot more content than they used to uh, and a lot more exposure than they used to. So we're seeing the same trends as what's happening in real estate is that people are moving further away from the cities out into the suburbs in general. Um, and, and that's generally what's, what's what the questions that people are asking in those uh, the, the spreads steer, steering away from the cities in essence. 
Yeah. Now, um, we've had a few conversations sort of like before we hit the record button and, and previously last year, but you've both, you both believe that the industry is in need of change right now. Can you tell me a little bit more about that, I guess, starting with Jason? Yeah, well, I've, I've had some uh, somewhat a unique experience the last couple of years. I've been speaking with over 3,000 principals now, 3,300 to be exact, over three years. It's been a, quite a journey. Uh, there's a book in that one as well, Adam. Uh, and almost <laughs> universally, uh, most have a major problem now with the costs involved in advertising online, uh, particularly the rising costs of portal advertising, which you know, consistently, if you ask agents, make up the biggest component. And you know, you can pay up to five, six, seven thousand dollars to advertise a home on some of the portals. And uh, it is kind of crazy that we're now seeing the need for buy now, pay later programs for marketing. Uh, they provide a great service, but you don't see those sorts of things in other countries and other portals. So this is putting huge pressure on, well, two things, agent fees and um, where that might go and, and other innovative marketing options that now won't fit within marketing budgets. You know, vendors do have a limit. So we, we, you know, we're concerned what this might look like five to 10 years out and where does this all go without more competition uh, at the portal level. So we, we definitely need more competition, more options for vendors and agents. Uh, and in today, that's really difficult because in the portal space, the biggest challenge is audience. And we know we've lived it. Having a, a major point of difference in building audience is tough and costs tens of millions of dollars to do. And that's not easy. Uh, it's one thing that we've been fighting for for some years now. And uh, our exclusive content is invaluable. And you know, as our audience grows into the tens of millions each year, it's very exciting and it gives vendors more options. That's what we're about, giving vendors more options because that's good for competition. But I don't want the industry to forget that this is an ongoing battle. It's not, we've had attempts before, they've failed, let's forget it. It has to keep going because it's very hard, but it's needed. So that's that's our position on, on this, why the industry needs to shift. Yeah. And Adam, is there anything you'd like to add? Jason and I live and breathe this every day. It's very hard to add anything <laughs> uh, on what Jason said. Uh, Jason and I, we probably speak two to three hours a day over the phone. So you're going to get rinse and repeat from myself on that topic. Um, yeah. Competition is, is drastically needed. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, we've been working together on um, Transform, as I, as I mentioned earlier, um, for the last couple of years. Um, what do you guys enjoy most about the program? We've got one coming up in, well, soon, actually. So, Well, I love it. You know, I got to do a great presentation. Uh, you helped me create this great presentation and the very first one. And uh, for us, it's all about educating the industry about what we're doing. And uh, you know, it's important for Transform to... To, to, you know, for the early adopters, the industry influencers, the leaders uh, to get on top of this sort of technology. And your participants are so keen to learn and, and share new ways of doing business. And that really aligns with uh, everything we're doing here, especially around our local content, which it, it accelerates with education. So I must say that Transform has been fantastic for us, introduced us also to several of our most passionate supporters over the last <laughs> couple of years and, and even a few strategic partners. So we love it. Yeah, and the theme for this year is digital. So we are actually, you know, obviously there's been a heavy reliance on agents this year um, on digital digital technology, digital marketing, digital platforms. Adam, can you tell us a little bit about what you you guys are going to be focusing on this year? Uh, Jason, I'm not, I think are you run. No, actually not running. I'm, it this I'm year. going to be running it this year. So <laughs> we 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 have surveyed a lot of the participants, and the feedback was they love the local content challenges. 
uh, more so than some of the listing challenges that we've, we've provided. So we're going to be doubling down on the local content challenges. Uh, lots of new ways that we've come up with to become the, that local hero and, and win you know, more business, gaining followers and leveraging all that all important SEO, which uh, we've proven you can do. So the team have sworn me to secrecy. We've got a bunch of people working <laughs> on it. They've said there'll be lots more giveaways. So I know everyone loves the giveaways. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So looking forward to it. Yeah, I've heard there's some homely things going in the goodie bag and they won't <laughs> they won't tell me what that is either yet. So, um, but um, I'm sure it'll be great. Um, almost second, second last question, not my last question, but my second last question. What's next for Homely? Like what can we expect from Homely um, towards the end of this year and into 2022? Uh, so what we have coming up is our spring marketing campaign, which I'm super excited about. Uh, big shout out to our new marketing team who, who both have actually come on this year, head of marketing, Amanda Kramer, and our newest recruit, Marika, in the marketing team as well. Um, this is uh, their baby. We have a brand new slogan. It is more than real estate. So that is our new tagline that we're going to be running with. Uh, you're going to be seeing it on TV, radio, billboards everywhere around the country. So we're super excited about that. Um, and it really does center around the fact that we are more than real estate. We have so much more to offer than just real estate properties for sale and rent. We have uh, local user-generated content, uh, street reviews, city reviews, local Q&A, uh, and uh, collections, alerts, all the bells and whistles with the platform. So super excited about that. Uh, we're going to be running a bunch of competitions around growing a unique content base. Uh, so we're going to be running a comp competition around rating your suburb. So there's going to be some good cash giveaways there. Super excited. Uh, continued expansion into other regions in Australia. We are really scaling our sales team. We've done it today. We put on five people in Queensland, five additional people in New South Wales. Um, and we are going to continue that expansion around the country because bottom line is working for us. Uh, and uh, very excited to continue that push. Uh, the last point that I just very briefly want to touch on, and that is the prop tech space. So we're seeing a lot. We, we can do a whole nother chat around prop tech. Yeah. Um, but what we're seeing now is just a lot of uh, prop tech coming up. And it's what we're noticing. It's quite fragmented. Um, and so we have such a strong industry support base and we think there's a lot of opportunities for homely outside of simply property advertising. So we're looking at some of these prop tech companies and saying, are they features or are they actually uh, big companies? So we're sort of look, asking ourselves, should we be in that space? Should we be providing that value to our customers? So that's a, a very intense area of interest for us over the next uh, six to 12 months. And uh, stay tuned on that. Love to have another chat with you early next year around our, our, our new product releases and plans. So it's super exciting for us. And also on that note, our agent participation program, which provides agents with a financial interest in Homely, it's been very popular. Uh, we're on track to see just over a thousand offices uh, with a financial interest in this business uh, by the end of the year. So it's incredibly important that the industry uh, have that that vested interest. They're out there promoting portals. We believe they should have a little piece of it too. So it's working well for us and we're scaling. It's been great to catch up with you guys and we'll be seeing a bit of you over the next month, um, which is fantastic. But I'd just like to um, ask the final my final question, which is something I ask all of our guests and I'll, I'll go with Adam first and then Jason. But if there was one tip or takeaway um, that you'd like to leave our listeners with or, or one little actionable piece of advice, what would it be? 
Well, Sam, I'll reiterate what we discussed at the start, and that is don't always listen to what people say around you. Don't listen to the doubters. If you have something genuinely unique and you are passionate about it and you believe in it, go for it. Um, it, it is, there's nothing more empowering than chasing your dreams. And if you fall a little bit short, so be it. But at least you can sleep at night knowing that you gave it a shot. So Jason and I, we got into the space going up against billion-dollar behemoths. And uh, every single year, our metrics are going up and to the right, up and to the right. So uh, I, I think just swing for the fences and, and really just go for it. Great advice, Jason. Well, that, that, that uh, what Adam's talking about really came from a lesson that our father taught us from very early age and to, to think big, to swing for the fences. I remember he told us that it's just as hard to build something small as it is to build something huge. And uh, he always said, if you don't quite reach your goals when you swing for the fences, we might miss the mark, but we'll still see an extremely valuable result. So as you said, we're taking on billion dollar giants. Our family took on the big banks in the mortgage wars. So we know what these challenges are like. And uh, when you look back on your career one day, we're going to make it mean something. Yeah, absolutely. I, th I think that's great advice from both of you. Jason, Adam, thank you so much. It's been amazing catching up with you both. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Sam. Appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Elevate podcast with thanks to connectnow.com.au. Don't forget to get access to all of Elite Agent's premium resources, including a detailed episode guide for this podcast. Visit joineliteagent.com.